Well, I completely forgot to mention last week it was your birthday. So Well, you came in the town, doesn't fucking matter. That's irrelevant. I mean, yeah, I was up there, but happy belated birthday. Oh, thanks. Well, you were there for it. Yeah. Brian, I think I might be all in on this uh, succession revisit. Yeah. I think I'm going to rewatch them. <laughs> Should we do it on a schedule? No. <laughs> Hell no. I just like that it's something I can put on and not really have to like pay attention to, mm-hmm. but I can just kind of watch it background because I've already seen them, you know? Yeah. Like, other than that, all I've been watching is Atlanta and White Lotus. That's it. Oh, and then that Neil Brennan special on Netflix, which was pretty bizarre. It's like sad <laughs> and funny. A dramedy. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know. It's like introspective. Let's let's start. Welcome to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman, coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. This is episode 125. It's Monday morning. It's like before noon. It's November 14th, 2022. Thank you for listening. This is strange. (laughs) Brian's drinking coffee. Yeah. I haven't eaten anything yet today. <laughs> it's week five in the NBA. We've got our pick game. Nuggets, Bulls. I think everything's pretty much going to revolve around that. And maybe we'll talk about the home teams. I don't know. Who's here? Bo's coming to us virtually from St. Paul, Minnesota. What up, Bo? Hey, how's it going? Hey, dude. And Brian is here. Good morning. Brian Clark in studio. Good morning. I'm not having a good morning. (laughs) I didn't have enough time to prep for this thing. This is all my fault. Sorry, guys. Yep. All your fault. I'm excited, though. I'm pumped. Should I get a beer? (laughs) It's a little (laughs) early. (laughs) But I told him I should have brought over like a bunch of canned coffees us to oh, yeah. try out <laughs> but you did there you, not. Go. you did not please visit our website houseofhoops.com h-a-u-s of hoops.com go there and visit the shop support the podcast it's the only way that and just by listening what about the voicemails did we did we get any i don't know i haven't checked in a long time (laughs) but you can call us 901 Three zero zero sixty five seventy five and leave a voicemail. Maybe I should check those sometime. What's up, dudes? What's how, happening? How are we doing? Do I sound better? Yeah, this week much better. We I think we fixed it. Good. Well, what have you been up to this week, man? Uh, well, I voted on Tuesday. Or actually, Monday early voted. I, did I mention that in the podcast last week? I don't think so. So I voted. Good. Um, did a. Uh, State Capitol tour, yeah. On, on Saturday, yeah. Did you see anything good there? Uh, it's just a, it's a really cool building. Yeah, you know, saw the where the state senate and the state supreme court and state house all meets and does their thing. So that was neat. Was it? Were there any protesters? <clears throat> uh no. I really wanted to like go and try and find a MAGA hat and wear it, but uh, <laughs> you know, can't do it all. Do you stick House of Hoops stickers all over the place? (laughs) (laughs) 
I did, I did not. Oh. There's cameras all over the place too. <laughs> Except in the bathroom probably. So maybe it missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. I think so. We'll go back. Yeah. Get some stickers in that bathroom. Yeah. In the urinals. <laughs> well, what about you, Brian? What have you been up to? Um, You know, working and watching basketball. Mm-hmm. Watching a little White Lotus. Yeah. Which I know you love as well. I enjoy it. I've been. I watch. I'm up to date on that. Really? Also, yeah, it's good. Went to a Memphis Tigers football game, and you guys aren't going to believe this, but they won. Tulsa, Tulsa, who is nice. ass? Yeah, they are so bad. How much did they win by? Enough to make me happy. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, the Tigers is looked pretty dominant against a sub 500 team. Yeah, good. So they're not the worst. Not the worst. <laughs> Not the worst. Yes, yeah, score is a twenty six ten. It was a very very boring game, mm-hmm. but we won, so I'll take it. Last home game is this weekend, Saturday at one o'clock. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go. I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. I think they play like North Alabama or something. So let's let's get a win. <laughs> at least try to end the season at five hundred. You know. Yeah, does it matter? I mean, they're still going to a bowl. I don't think <laughs> I am. <laughs> That's it. Can we go back to White Lotus? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like a whodunit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think you're... Well, now that we know... The first season started out with the death. Right? Yeah. It showed that somebody does die over the course of the show. Right. Trying to figure out who it is. Yeah. Who did it? This one, the first episode starts and it's like multiple people <laughs> right? have died <laughs> in apparently different ways. What is going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to figure There's three out. episodes out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I watched the third one this morning. Last night. Yeah. I think I watched it this morning. Yeah. After the pick game, <laughs> I woke up at like seven o'clock this morning. Nice, on my own, hmm. with no alarm clock. Hmm. Good for you. Why? I don't know. How? No idea. But White Lotus, yeah, yeah. What the hell is gonna happen? Who cracks <laughs> and just starts killing people? <laughs> Is it the youngest son? He's he's just snap. <laughs> and who was that guy they're, in the pool? <laughs> they're, play, they're playing him up to be like the nice. Right, sounds like the nice guy. So the guy in the guy. pool looked like a, a English rugby rugby player with CTE. I think it's him. <laughs> yeah, is I he think just it, watching everyone. <laughs> yeah, I think it just be, this becomes a public service announcement on CTE. Is he the pimp? And I got I got the vibe from last night's show that by the end of it, you're just like, okay, everybody's gonna cheat on everybody. <laughs> yeah everybody's right. gonna cheat yeah because of the statues the heads yeah and then the heads will roll i think i think the rugby player was um the like the who the assistant is i guess she's not technically cheating but right but the son's like all weirdly trying to make out with her and like <laughs> the guy in the pool is just watching and kind of laughing yeah it's not like he did anything he doesn't have any game <laughs> he was supposed to put the moves on her but not maybe like timing is everything yeah. like that wasn't yeah. the right time She's this like, is, what the fuck? This is, I'm being more aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> Let me smooch you. Yeah, right now. It's so funny. I've enjoyed the shit out of that show. It's like an artistic show, and it makes you think, and it's just really well made. Yeah, visually, it's really cool. I mean. They're going to all those, like, Godfather places. <laughs> so funny you've just got the mannequin in the car <laughs> kind of tasteless yeah. <laughs> i thought it would have been funny if you know when she was like when she was going to the car if like the grandpa went like hey well just don't get in that car oh right <laughs> it blows up <laughs> <laughs> somebody gonna die in a car explosion <laughs> yeah mm. i've enjoyed it though Atlanta was really good too, but those are the only two things I'm watching. 
What else is out there? Bunch of trash. Let's see. What uh, what else you been up to? Buying anything? Yeah, that's really it. Mm-hmm. Nothing nothing new and exciting to report. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jeff? What have you been up to? Oh, you, you did something fun Friday night, right? Was that Friday? Yeah, I went to that show at the uh, at the hotel. Ooh. Yeah, Hotel Chadifornia. <laughs> went to Chad's uh, DJ room. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, what was that guy's name? Scratch Bastard. He was good. He's he's pretty big time. I feel I, I'd planned on going. I'd taken off that night, but I just I had a rough day at the office and I was in a foul mood and tired. Mm. Mm. So yeah, but everybody who went said he was awesome. So that guy usually plays in front of huge crowds. Yeah, he's like, like one of the biggest Twitch DJs in the world too. He's like he's like a party DJ. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's won. I think it's Red Bull Three Style is what they call it. It's like a big DJ competition. And he's, I think he's won it like multiple times. He played in front of like, I don't know, 30 people hmm. downtown yeah. in Memphis. And it was like an intimate show. Everybody that was there was really into it. Mm-hmm. But like there wasn't very many people there. Yeah. Which was kind of cool, but also kind of like, ooh, uh oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a good look. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. It was really good. Everybody was having a good time. I got turned up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I talked to some people the following night. Actually, I, I had a DJ gig Saturday night. Oh, okay. For the first time in, <laughs> since before COVID. What's your DJ name? Brian Analog. Oh, that's right. I'm really just, I really just Brian Clark now, really. I'm just I've, Brian. I've outgrown the nicknames. <laughs> um, but some guys that were there went, and they were like, dude, you, you're an idiot. You missed out. He was awesome. Uh-huh. He does a bunch of like, but he scratches and does, uh, he does like live mm-hmm. mashups. Yeah. You were saying that he played, you said he played some like three, six beat or, or yeah, tang he, beat or something. And yeah, he was mixing all kinds of shit. It was, it all sounded really good. It was a lot of fun. Just like plays a beat for a while and then throws a bunch of stuff on top of it. Yeah. He used like a Wu-Tang beat and he just kept changing the song over it. And it was like the beat just kept going. You could hear it, you know, it was good. He's an insanely talented dude. He's probably, he. Yeah. One of the biggest DJs, yeah. If not just in America, in the world, he he's a big dude. Yeah, he's got time. he's got a lot of talent, and he's obviously spent a lot of fucking time. Yeah, working on his shit. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I can't I can't do any of the stuff. That he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's really good <laughs> working that fader. That was probably the highlight of my week. The rest was just working. I think. I've been doing a bunch of work around the house, and it got really cold in Memphis, Bo. Oh. It's like 30s. That is cold for y'all. It's freezing. Yeah, we had the Friday, we had the patio doors open, like the windows open at work. And then I came in Saturday, and it was like 38 degrees or something. Yeah, it turned the heat on. Yeah, it had within the span of like 24 hours, less than that. And went from 70 to 40. It cold. It's snowing here. It's been snowing all morning. Hmm. Oh, shit. Nice. There were mm-hmm. reports we were going to get snow here, but it didn't happen. I wouldn't. It wouldn't have stuck anyway. I think we should move the podcast along. I think we should talk some hoops. What is going on with those Timberwolves, Boyer? Oh, man. What's the problem? They're just not I, meshing. I don't. They don't seem to like each other. I think, and I've mentioned this before on the podcast. I think Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards are going to have to fight. I don't know. It's not working. Okay, it's Cat's team, but maybe Edwards thinks it's his team. Maybe it's not Cat's team. But is Cat just going to let that go and be like, yeah? And they don't have, like, a good point guard. <laughs> so he can't be the leader. Yeah. It can't be D'Angelo. It looks like they've uh, they've screwed this up. Yeah. Who's going to get fired first? <laughs> Are they going to have to start trading? I mean, they're going to... They gonna, mortgage their future. You know how it is. They're going to they're gonna fire Chris Finch when it's not his fault. Right? Bo, what is going on? Yeah. 
you know they're only six they're six and eight so i think they could figure it out yeah it's not too late by any means but they just don't look like they like each other mm -hmm. and and cat's just not you know who's the leader on the team mm -hmm. i think that's a real issue but it's hard to say from the outside not being in that locker room and knowing what's like really going on like what are the conversations after these games they've lost eight out of 14 they're six and eight and four and six in their last 10 it's a they've, lot all, they've only strung two wins together this season so far they haven't won that was the spurs and the lakers <laughs> mm. so they have a better point differential and a better record than the warriors mm -hmm. who i think are also trying to figure some shit out but mm -hmm. they beat one good team they beat the cavaliers mm -hmm. last night okay. um, their wins are against the Cavs, the rockets the lakers the spurs and two wins over the thunder so mm -hmm. that doesn't say much to me no i don't think gobert was the answer for him, man I think Mike Conley and a different piece off of Utah was the answer. Mm. Maybe give up a little less, like not Jared Vanderbilt. Mm -hmm. And everybody's saying spacing is a problem. That's all you, yeah. That's yeah. all you hear. I mean, maybe they need to stagger Cat and Towns a little bit, but man. Who? Oh, excuse me. Go Bear and Towns. Mm. Had it's they lot, done that, it's a lot of money to stagger. <laughs> well, they're still figuring it. I don't. I'd have. I don't know exactly, but like, mm. maybe Cat can play point guard. Maybe the slow start is confusion with new players, and maybe Anthony Edwards didn't come into the season as prepared as he could. That could be a thing. Yeah, like he doesn't seem like super aggressive. Like you have to have like a slashing wings and he should be that guy, right? Yeah. In the games that I've watched, he hasn't been that guy. I think he's got an axe to grind, like if you're gonna take my space away. Maybe. I don't know. Not. I don't know if that's the reason or if it's like an excuse. Maybe he's just having a bad year. I mean, you did go through all that shit. <laughs> what with the being an asshole? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right maybe he's just having a off season maybe it'll come together slow start though for your wolves yeah they, they i think they'll figure it out but you know 538 doesn't project them to be much better than a 500 team playoffs i mean do they have to make the playoffs because you can't make the moves that they made mm. and then yeah 538 hasn't projected at 39 and 43 21% chance of making the playoffs. Okay. But maybe they figure it out. At 538, for instance, says the Blazers are the top right now, and 538 still has them projected to be 41 and 41, 500, with a 53% chance of making the playoffs. So maybe maybe the Blazers fall off a little more, and the Wolves kick it up. Maybe the Jazz and Blazers both fall off a little bit, and the Wolves can pick up some of that slack. Maybe. I feel like that's more of a Warriors move <laughs> to move in. The Warriors are having trouble. They're not playing those young guys. Like Steve Kerr just like refuses to play Wiseman. Man, I would. What a bummer on drafting Wiseman for them. I don't know if it's a bummer. He just needs to, he needs to play, and that's what. Yeah, he probably needs to go down to the G League and just run. That's what the GM of their team said. Yeah, he said that Wiseman has to play, and he's like, he's like, Kenny Atkinson has been working with him, but it's like not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I gotta get, I gotta get with Kerr and Atkins and uh, figure out what we're gonna do because <laughs> they need like Kaminga and Wiseman need to play. Yeah, and Kerr's like not doing it. <laughs> I mean, Kerr's not stupid. He's got, he wants to win. He's, yeah. The Warriors lost to the Magic, the Kings, the Pistons, the Hornets. <laughs> Tough stretch. They're just getting stomped by everyone. 
Did you guys watch that Grizzlies game last night? I did not. I did. Yeah. No Bane, no Jaw, no Jaron. No dice. Oh, yeah, I meant to look at the box score. How did how did LaRavia look? Not good enough. Mm. LaRavia does a lot on the court. He does a lot that doesn't translate to stats. I think he's a good player. But you're asking Santi Aldama. And and last night looked like one of those games where Dylan Brooks was like, all right, I got to do everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what I thought immediately after watching him in like the first half. I was like, yeah, he feels like he has to do it all. Yeah. They do the, uh, <laughs> they've got some kind of sponsorship with, I forget the, the gambling site. But the smart bet was for Dylan Brooks to score the first points in the game. (laughs) (laughs) Bet on Dylan to score the first bucket for the Grizzlies. It wasn't Dylan. It was Santi. Santi's been good. Yeah. Yeah, he has. He's nice. Santi is like if Pau Gasol came into the league. Now. Now. Every time I watch Santi play, I'm like, that looks like Pau. <laughs> he did this small little, like, little jump hook in the game. I think it was last night. And I was like, Pow. <laughs> like, there was nobody around him. Mm-hmm. Like, he could have just, like, made a move and dunked or something. But instead, he did, like, this little bunny, <laughs> bunny hop, jump hook. <laughs> I mean, it went in, but I was like, Pow. <laughs> 15.7 rebounds, pow. Yeah. A couple assists. Skinny, wiry frame. Three blocks. That's nice. Who did he block? He blocked somebody really good on the Wizards. Who was it? Was it Zing? No. I can't well, remember does, who it was. Does Aldama have a I 15-year-old think, brother? I think he blocked Kuz. I think he blocked Kuzma. Maybe it was. I can't remember. Yeah, are you saying we need to find out if Santi has a fat little brother? Yeah. <laughs> Get that guy. Pete on the broadcast calls him Slim Slim Spain. Mm. <laughs> I like that nickname. That's right, he is Spanish. Mm-hmm. I didn't even make that connection when I thought pal. It's just the way he plays. Oh, you didn't? That's funny. It's just the way he plays. I mean, I think I knew he was Spanish, but. That's not why I relate him to Pow. It's really his game, his style. I like him so, doing all this run, I, and, and I, I'd said early on that I wanted him to get the run as a starter. I thought he should, as opposed mm-hmm. to Brandon Clark. Mm-hmm. Brandon Clark kind of already knows what he's doing. Yeah. <clears throat> Throw Santi in there, let him get some run. He was tearing up the G League last year. It was the next move. Mm-hmm. And then once Jaren's healthy, he comes off the bench, and he's already got he's got experience and. And he feels that he's not as he's not as good and probably never will be as good defensively as Jaron. But like offensively, you can kind of see he takes the threes. He'll get around the basket too. Yeah, and he's providing help defensively inside. Kind of like what Kyle Anderson was doing last year, just kind of in the paint, poor, disrupting things. Poor Kyle. I think I think he wants well, I think he wants to come back home. <laughs> You shouldn't have taken the fucking offer. <laughs> <laughs> he just bought a house in my buddy's brother's neighborhood. Hmm. I bet it's a lot smaller than his old house. <laughs> his old house was that fucking Lorenzen Wright mansion. Is that where Ja lives now? Did Ja buy that house? Oh, they, all go out, they all live out in Eads now. <laughs> I th- didn't Ja get the Monta Ellis house? It's the same one. Yeah, I think Monte bought the Lorenzen house. Mm. <laughs> Probably can't afford it anymore. <laughs> anyway. So the Grizzlies. They're playing without these main pieces. They're big three. And they're winning games. Oh, that's what you meant last night. <laughs> well, they lost last night. But I think the idea was well, we could probably beat the Wizards without yeah. John Bain. Mm-hmm. Like a, I think it was a rest night. 
Is that what they're saying? That it was a wrestling? I think they said Bane's toe and Jaws something. I don't know. A mending game. But I think they, I really think they thought they could beat them anyway. <laughs> Maybe they're just a little banged up. So it's like, you know. Fuck it. We'll roll it out there. If not, it's a scheduled loss. We got to be ready to play the Pelicans on Tuesday. Yeah, it's the East. Ooh, we got that Tuesday. It'll be a good game. Mm-hmm. That'll be something to look forward to. Maybe that's our pick game. I've already made notation on it. All right. Speaking of pick games, let's move on. Now, I have one more question on that Grizzlies-Wizard game. Oh, okay. Um, David Roddy, he led the team in negative plus minus at minus mm-hmm. 24. Mm-hmm. Any Anything stand out to you guys on that? I like that he's getting run. I would like to see him, Stephen Adams, and Desmond Bain all in the weight room at the same time. I mm-hmm. look at Roddy and I said, that's his move is like to be a big, bulky weight pushing yeah. stopper. It's big body Roddy. I see him getting bigger and being able to be like defensive in that way. Mm-hmm. Like shoving guys around in the paint and shit. Yeah, Bo, he missed he missed all of his threes. He took three. Mm. Didn't hit one. He had eleven points and five rebounds. Blocking a turnover, but yeah, he was minus twenty four. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the the last two games that he played, he wasn't terribly inefficient, but he's only getting like six six minutes in the last game against the Wolves, nine in the game before that at the Spurs. So it's not enough. He gets and he gets thrown in there for twenty eight. I mean, he's yeah, he got some garbage time minutes. So. Mm-hmm. I look at Roddy and think project. I think they really like mm-hmm. him as a person, I like his character, but I don't think he's ready for pro basketball. Like Jake Laravia is much more ready. Maybe Roddy's on the Santi Aldama program. Okay. Maybe he needs a G League run. Send him down to South Haven. Well, you need healthy players first, but. True. Mm-hmm. True. I don't think uh, that's my takeaway from Roddy Bo. Okay, he ain't ready. He ain't ready, Roddy. He needs to incubate, and I think he needs to get stronger, bigger. I think that's his move, but we'll see. He's only six four. Yeah, what will his role be? That's a problem. He, that's why when yeah. you say bulk up, I just feel like yeah. Maybe he's going the other way. Yeah, maybe. 6'4", but he's got a big wingspan. Yeah, does he? What will his role be? He's got to be a pest. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't need to get stronger. Maybe he needs to get faster. Maybe. For some reason, I was thinking he was more like 6'7", taller. Hmm. Hmm. What will Roddy's role be? I keep thinking Tony Allen. <laughs> Sorry, my face is like uh. the same size. I could see. I mean, yeah, in the mold, but why not? He's gonna have to be defensive. Mm-hmm. Ta with a three. I know that's a lot to expect. Like I'm not dumb, but what's his role? What's his role in the future? What is it? Is he a two? Is he a three? He's uh-huh. going to have to shoot better than oh, a three mm-hmm. from three if he's going to be a two or a three or even a four. It's one game, though. Mm-hmm. Not going to not gonna judge his whole future on one game against the Wizards when he's getting thrown in there for 28 minutes because everybody's hurt. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to find out how to use him if they plan to. He needs to develop some sort of, like, identity. Let's move on. Let's keep it going. Let's go to the pick game. Pick game? (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. Let's get into it. Tell me everything you know about these teams. Denver Nuggets, Chicago Bulls. Me first? Yeah. Denver Nuggets are good. Wow. 
<laughs> Chicago Bulls are okay. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Bulls need Lonzo back. They need something. Yeah, they need Lonzo back, and they need Levine to, like... Try. Yeah. I mean, I know he's been on kind of like a minutes limitation a little bit. He played 34 last night. I think he just has to get back in the swing of things. Where's his athleticism? It was not on display. No. In that game. No, it was not. Was he playing hurt? He seemed down, like not into it. Yeah. A lot. Like he wasn't getting the ball and he just like was beating himself up over it, just pouting. I don't know if that's really what was happening, but it, that was his body language. Head sulking, head down, not engaged. Mm-hmm. I think he was he, he was turning it over, man. I think that's probably what mm. he was beating himself up over. Mm-hmm. You're right though, the nuggets. Ooh. Healthy Ooh. Nuggets. Whoa. Sheesh. My big takeaway was they are title contenders. <laughs> mm-hmm. They look poised. It was fun watching the Nuggets. Yes, it was. At the beginning of the game, they were showing like the hype video. Mm-hmm. I was watching it on the Jumbotron. <laughs> Do they really play like just like Jordan clips before every fucking game? That's what they did when I was there. Dude, they might need to move off that. Like, where are the clips of the players on the team now? Why don't they get like more personal with the players they have? Those guys that play there have to be like, yeah, fucking, yeah, we know. Like, we're not going to be that good. It's like a, like a weight hanging over them. It's Jordan shadow. Like they're still hanging on to that shit. Like, could you imagine if, I don't know, every every Timberwolves game they just showed KG highlights. That would be better than what they're getting on the floor. Though. <laughs> well, that's the point, though. Like the everybody, the, like you can't live in this shadow forever, can you? You know that's what the Timberwolves need right now is a prime KG. He would, he would be the unquestioned leader. Dude, the Bulls hype video was trash, trash. They got to create a new identity for these Bulls mm-hmm. instead of like living in this fucking just post Jordan era, yeah, like continuously and forever. And it's not like that was the last Bulls team that was any good, right? I mean, they've had good playoff teams since Jordan. Like maybe they could get into the players that they have, like real lives, mm-hmm. and like create some sort of identity within that. Yeah. It just seems like so fucking cheap and easy to just be like Jordan clips. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, they'll, they'll never run out of them. Somebody fucking is taking days off. <laughs> works for that somebody, organization somebody in game ops is slacking oh, you for were, real you were job ja played when he played up in a game last year in chicago the grizzlies played up there it was like before the oh, fourth right. quarter remember yeah, yeah they, they were trying showed, to hype up the crowd they showed a bunch of jordan clips and ja was like oh yeah y'all just do all that <laughs> and they ended up winning <laughs> yeah he was like they hyped me up yeah <laughs> i don't know if i hyped them up they're probably sick of seeing this shit yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. I'll just be Jordan. And Jaws, like, yeah, I'll, I'll be Jordan. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> Another thing that was interesting to me was uh, Aaron Gordon versus Zach Levine. Like, it's a dunk off, right? It's what, it's what should have been, right? Like, everybody mm-hmm. get out of the way and watch this show. But it was like, not that at all. No. What is up with Zach Levine? He was like a non-factor. What did he end up with in the game? 21. It's not bad. One of six from three. Just chucking him up. The Bulls just needed, they need a playmaker. Someone to set all these guys up. Like a Lonzo Ball? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they exactly. had, had 
Dasumi will run in point, mm-hmm. and, and I like him, mm-hmm. but I don't think that like the other guys like him. I don't. I just don't. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> he don't. He don't pass the ball. I don't think that's Zach? his role. He was. He was doing a little like, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. Kind of, you know. So he he gets all right, all right, young blood. Puts his head down and he goes to the rack. Mm-hmm. Well, you're right. Like a that he doesn't really like facilitate. Yeah. He maybe as much as he should be. Four assists. Mm-hmm. Bo, what did you take away here? As far as the Chicago Bulls, I thought DeRozan still looked really good. But they just couldn't compete with I mean, Vucevic was what what is what did they give up for him and what did he do in that game? You know? So they gave up Franz Wagner mm. the twenty twenty that twenty twenty one first Redo. round. Redo <laughs> and then they have the twenty twenty three first round pick as well. Right, but it was just picks and I remember liking the deal at the time. And Wendell Carter Jr. Me too. I like the deal as well. Because it was the Bulls yeah. trying to win. Yeah. Now. That's yeah. what it was. We didn't know if Franz Wagner was going to be that pick or that player. Right. No. I just I don't know where this team's going, I guess is what I'm saying. And they have assets out that mm-hmm. and they they haven't really done anything with that trade. And Vooch just did not look. He had no answer for Jokic. Yeah, he was definitely getting beat and he was chasing that fucking animal all over the court. And and Jokic is just like, you know, mm-mm. just plodding along, dominating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. I don't even have to score. <laughs> and then Vucevic, I think, tried to get things going. He tried to get the offense going for the Bulls, but he was just missing his shots. And then every time he missed, I look over at Zach Levine and his head's down. Yeah, there was a point in the first quarter where I felt like Chicago couldn't like buy a bucket. They were missing bunnies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Why were the Bulls down so much in the first half? <laughs> so I got to halftime, right? And I was like, what the fuck happened? Like, where where did this go wrong? Well, they got it within seven when Jokic was out, and then Jokic came back in, and at, at the half, they were down 15. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know why. I went back and re uh, like went back in the game, like every thirty seconds, and just mm-hmm. watched the score. I was just watching the score. I was like, "When does it get out of hand?" And it was like about five minutes left in the second quarter. Is where I stopped. What were you saying? Oh, you you have a different idea than I do. What's your idea? Um, I was just going to say MPJ is awesome. Well, yeah, <laughs> MPJ was going off. <laughs> but it was like just a couple possessions where the game changed. Yeah, Christian Brown hit two in a row mm-hmm. at the end of that half. Christian fucking Brown was making shots. Mm-hmm. He was like the wild card, Good right? Good fit for that system. Well, he just wants to slash and just fly. Mm-hmm. And he shoots threes. And they have and they have space. <laughs> they do. They have all the space for that guy. He f- fits in perfectly. Because you look around and where's Jokic? Oh, he's at the three point line. <laughs> he's like what they wanted Will Barton to do, mm-hmm. I think. And they got off Barton. And they're just letting this dude just like learn mm-hmm. and just fly. The Nuggets went to the line a couple times, slowed the game down, and then they were getting stops on the other end. So they were getting to the line and making stops, really slowed it down that way and just kind of like started growing the lead. Mm -hmm. And the Bulls turned it over a couple times. They were just not clicking on offense at the same time that the Nuggets were getting easy shots, moving the ball really well on offense, pushing the pace too on offense, so not letting the Bulls set up defensively. It was like it seemed like it was calculated. Like this is what we're gonna do right now. Like that was the game plan. Like they run a two minute drill, <laughs> right? Like when we have an opportunity to pull away and they're not making shots, like what do we do? We try to get to the line. We speed up our offense, and we bear down on defense and and 
really created a lead that way. I looked up and it was a 12 point game with two minutes left. So that was a three minute span where they went from like a four point game to a 12 point game and then eventually to a 15 point game, three minutes of the game. And it was decided. And the nuggets walked off the court at halftime and everybody was happy. They were smiling. <laughs> they were like operation success. Yeah. The game was slipping away. And the Bulls starters were out there. Maybe Billy Donovan, Coach Donovan, should have called a timeout somewhere in there. <laughs> At halftime, it's 47-62. Like, the game is getting out of hand, and there was no timeout. There was no, like, it was almost like he was like, fine, figure it out. <laughs> like, like, maybe they weren't doing what he was saying anyway. Yeah. And he's like, fine. Because <laughs> he should have called timeout. Somewhere in there, in that three-minute span, or like a four-minute span, like he should have done something, I felt like. The Nuggets were blazing. They were on fire, man. They were on fire. Holy crap. You could tell Nuggets felt good at halftime. You could tell. Maybe they were more turned up for the game than the Bulls were. I heard on the broadcast, like, the Nuggets had just lost to Boston. And they were saying, it felt like they had in, inside information that the Nuggets were, like, kind of fired up about mm -hmm. that loss. So they came in, and the, Bull, they, the, the Bulls got caught with a fucking pissed-off Nuggets team. <laughs> they were like, we're not losing this one. <laughs> The Nuggets were never losing this one. More ready, maybe. They had a game plan. And they just executed. But the sharing of the ball was very impressive. Of the 33 assists in the game, Jokic had 14. <laughs> he had 11 at halftime. Wow. Mm. Yeah, he didn't even play like in the fourth quarter. Yeah. No. Did they, was there a fourth quarter to this game? Because <laughs> I don't, I look at my notes and I don't have anything written down for the fourth quarter. <laughs> I do. Fourth quarter was hilarious. <laughs> I do like watching the Nuggets try to push the tempo and score before the def defense sets up. Like Jokic is so good on the fly like that. Mm. That's where he was getting all those dimes. He sets those big ass screens. He gives the ball to guys in scoring position. Yeah, he just hits. I mean, he just hit Porter or Jamal Murray or KCP. Yeah, they make good decisions, Golly. especially when Jokic is out there. And it's part of their game plan is to push the offensive tempo before the other team can set up. And, and Jokic is so good at reading the court and making those decisions. It's hard to stop. Yeah. They look like title contenders in that game. Mm -hmm. I mean, he really does like a lot to facilitate the offense. What? I was going to say, on the... On to piggyback on your title contender um, idea or statement or whatever, I like I like Caldwell Pope and Aaron Aaron Gordon is like primary wing defenders on this team. They they have the ability to have offensive outbursts while their but their job is to be defenders. Mm -hmm. It's it's a luxury for the Nuggets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, if, if you're in your spot or cutting towards the basket, Jokic mm -hmm. is going to find you. Exactly. I mean, mm -hmm. there, there were a couple Aaron Gordon baskets where it was just like, oh, he's just sitting there, you know, he's cutting towards the basket and Jokic just feeding it right to him. Yeah, Jokic saw it happen mm -hmm. before it happened. Yeah. Like, no, no, he's defending him. Mm -hmm. I see it. Mm -hmm. He's about to slip right by that yeah, guy. Yeah. <laughs> so they're not paying attention to him. They're all staring at something else. They're all watching MPJ or Jamal Murray. I hope MPJ stays, stays healthy because yeah. he's, he's fun. He's important. Six and nine from three. That's big. Yeah, in the third quarter, he hit back-to-back -back threes to put him up 20, and that was, mm -hmm. that was it. That was it. Denver got up 20 by the end of the third. Yeah. So, yeah. And Denver's just like, all right, reserves. Jeff Green, mm -hmm. get on out there. 
it's the, it's the dude. DeAndre Jordan and Andre Drummond show. Dude, <laughs> I saw the same thing. It's like, dude, the battle of washed up centers. I saw the same thing and it was hilarious. Yeah. I was like, this is like what I would do in a video game. <laughs> it's like throw the old vet in. I had forgotten that both of those guys were on those teams. <laughs> I did too. I look at them and I was like, well, excuse me. It was it, pretty funny. Is it six years ago? <laughs> right? <laughs> That's great. I loved it. I love seeing stuff like that. <laughs> Just stuff you're not going to see in every game. Yeah. <laughs> it's like special. <laughs> Denver is a playoff team that will win a couple of series. Maybe go to the finals. They're good. And Jokic is that guy, like, I, I still think Jokic versus Giannis in the finals would be sick. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the, and Jamal Murray looks perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. I think so. He looks good. MPJ looks good. It's, it's that the health is the only issue I have. You never you never know with MPJ if his, you know, mm-hmm. if his Something's back is going to up again. But, dude, just don't. Don't push him too hard, man. That dude can just fucking hang out on the three-point line and shoot over anybody. He wants to play. He wants to be the man. Mm-hmm. And you put MPJ on almost any other team, and he he could be like a leader. Yeah. Like a, he could be his team, but not with Jokic around. Mm-hmm. Like he has to like, I don't know. There may come a time where MPJ wants more. And they got to break this up, but right now it's so awesome. He'd be stupid not to play with Jokic. I was gonna say, why would you, with his skill like, set? No, yeah. the same reason Harrison Barnes. Yeah. Like yeah. The guys do this. Mm-hmm. Let him. Let MPJ. He can score all the points. Guys do stupid let him shit. Score like the points. Selfish you know? shit all the time. Yeah. But yeah, he'd be silly. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've seen dumber shit happen. Yeah, who knows. Guys want to have a bigger imprint, want more marketing, I want bigger role. Team. Yeah. People do dumb shit like this all the time. Kevin hey, Durant did it. You know what's you know what's more fun than having your own team? Winning. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the Bulls look like a first round exit in the playoffs. That's what they look like. A team that'll make the playoffs and get better. Pl- play in. Mm-hmm. Just from watching this one game. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah, I don't know who the leader on this team is, really. Mm. Yeah. They could use a like a Jimmy Butler type or something. <laughs> it needs to be Zach Levine, <laughs> but I don't know if he's got it in him. Yeah, I don't think he, I don't think that's how he's wired. Mm-mm. I think they need, I think I think Alonzo probably needs to step up in that role, but mm-hmm. he ain't never done nothing. Yeah, I don't know. It it was always kind of that weird mesh of misfit toys. Mm-hmm. That's what the Bulls were yeah. when they put this team together. That's how I described them. And they didn't ever really. Remember. Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> but they never really maybe defined the roles. And the sumo could be a guy mm-hmm. in the future. That guy's a superstar. I, I like him a lot, but he's just he's young. He's raw. He needs yeah. run, and he's not really grown. His game's not 100% there yet, but I look at him and I, he's just a fucking beast of a player. He appears to be a crowd favorite, too. They love him. He plays with heart. Leaves it all out on the floor. He does. Plays packs with his, high energy. Packs his, packs his lunch pail and <laughs> like a sandwich and an apple. Just comes to work every day and puts forth the effort. <laughs> The Nuggets went deep bench, deep bench late in the fourth. <laughs> now, Bo, you're going to like this. Everyone mm-hmm. that played for mm-hmm. the Nuggets, Ooh. Ooh. everyone that played scored. Scored, yep. That's my, favorite thing. That. That's my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> everyone scores. Who was the guy that went in and he like hit a three and the whole bench went nuts? It wasn't DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> Vlatko. Yeah. 
It's like conchar or something. Conchire? Cancer. It's not cancer. <laughs> I got the cancer. <laughs> that guy came in and uh, he's just a goofball, I think. The, the, the team was stoked. He, he came in and he... And, he, the ball got passed around him a few times. <laughs> like he's wide open and not getting the ball. And finally, he got like a swing pass, and he let it fly, and it went in, and you could see Aaron Gordon <laughs> up on his feet cheering him on. Yeah, he he took and hit one shot, that three. <laughs> awesome. He's from Slovenia. Fucking second round pick, this guy. I don't know if he'll be any good, but he's he's fucking hilarious. Deep into the bench, the Nuggets went. But what a performance! They won by twenty three, wire to wire. For all intents and purposes, for me, this game ended at the end of the third quarter. <laughs> yeah, it was hot. <laughs> what I should have done is watch that Sixers fourth quarter. <laughs> Instead of this fourth quarter. Oh, right. What, Embiid? <laughs> yeah. Dude had more than half the points for the team. <laughs> hmm. he, he's putting it all out there, man. He wants to win, Embiid. He probably wants that MVP, too. Yeah, he definitely does. Like he feels like he's been robbed more than once on MVPs. Want to move on? Let's do it. We got yeah. Well, we got we to gotta pick a game? Yeah, I think uh, all we have to do to set ourselves up for next week is pick a game. Yeah. So we can do that. <laughs> Any suggestions? <laughs> Oops, sorry. <laughs> <Just blowing sugar. laughs> my notes. Mate, my box score. That I printed out. <laughs> what are what what are the games, Bo? You see any good games? Well, I'm seeing another Sunday Nuggets game against the Mavericks, but we just did the Nuggets. But I feel like it was kind of a well. We know who the Nuggets are. We can wait and do another one down the yeah, line. But that one stands out. That'd be the two European dudes. Let's look at are, teams we haven't seen. Yeah, for this week. We have, we heat calves another Sunday game. The the heat are struggling. The calves are not. That's a game I liked. I see another calves game. Well, we need to use some sort of some kind of system to like oh. rank these. Oh, mm. Okay. Mm. What do you suggest? Well, normally I rank everything by stars, five stars. Why is that, Jeff? <laughs> because Brian, I'm a five star man. I'm a five-star man. No matter what anybody says. So Miami, Cleveland, that's interesting. I don't hate that. I'd give it three? Three stars. Yeah. All right. That gets us started. What about a uh, a Wednesday matchup mm -hmm. between Cleveland and the Milwaukee Bucks? Ooh. In Milwaukee? In Milwaukee. I'd give that four, four and a half stars. Give it four stars. What's, uh, what's Middleton's status? He is due back maybe the 18th, which would be, is that Wednesday? No. Wednesday would be the 16th. The 16th. So yeah. it would be, oh. be back Friday. Well, I don't know if it matters. You know, Giannis has it not does, been playing. It doesn't matter. Giannis hasn't been playing. He, yeah. he played like one game last week. Huh. What's yeah. wrong with him? Um, he's a little banged up. Mm. He'll play in this game oh, by Wednesday. Left knee soreness. He'll be rested, I bet. He, yeah, he's played in one of the last four games. I think he'll play tonight, Atlanta, but I don't even know. They've got a crazy schedule coming up. Maybe they were just resting him because those rest games were Oklahoma twice and the Spurs. Yeah, coming up they have Milwaukee has Atlanta tonight and Milwaukee. Wednesday, Cleveland and Milwaukee. 
Friday, they travel to Philly. Mm-hmm. And then, and then at home against Portland. So they got a tough schedule coming. Maybe that's why he hasn't been playing. So uh, let's let's say that Giannis does play. Mm-hmm. Is Cleveland versus Milwaukee still a good one? I think so. I think so, too. I would watch it. I would look forward to that game. I want to see Donovan in these Cavs. Mm-hmm. Interested. On Wednesday, there's another one, Boston at Atlanta. But if it was between Cleveland, Milwaukee, Boston, Atlanta, I would go Cleveland, Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I do want to do a Hawks game. Obviously, we're going to do them all. I do, too. I haven't watched the Hawks this year. There's a Saturday um, Toronto at Atlanta. But hmm. I don't, that doesn't beat out Cleveland at Milwaukee. No. 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 And then I've got a Tuesday night Memphis is at New Orleans. But I'm going to watch that game anyway. And I'm assuming you guys probably are, too. So Yeah. Thursday, Brooklyn plays at Portland. Dame is back. We already did Brooklyn, didn't we? We no. already did Portland. We did Portland. Yeah, scratch. I think we picked it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Two East Coast powerhouses. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at this Cleveland squad. Two two teams that expect to finish, expect to have home court advantage in the playoffs. So. Yeah, I'd say they're they're up there. Donovan changes everything for the Cavs, in my opinion. I haven't I haven't seen a whole Cleveland or a whole Milwaukee game yet, so just the idea of Donovan on that team. Cavs have they've given up a few. How many in a row have they lost? They've given up the last four, so they'll be fighting for wins. Mm-hmm. They can't slide much further. They're not going to want to. They can. They're not going to want to. Yeah, they they won six in a row and then lost their last four. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good game. Let's pick that one. And it's Wednesday. It's a nice middle of the week game. Not too much going on for guys like me and Brian. (laughs) Bo, every day is probably just the same for you. Possibly. (laughs) <laughs> All right, that's out of the way. Anything else? No, I don't really have anything. Mm-mm, no. I want to thank you guys for uh, carving some time out in the afternoon to do this podcast. Yeah, yes. I'm unavailable tonight. It's it's fine. I we this is how we started them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doing yeah. them in the mornings, the day. I don't mind it. It's a little less silly. <laughs> yeah. so we're not like drinking beer yeah but i don't know we could be it's still fun we could be (laughs) next time we do a monday day pod i'm definitely going to pick up some of those pbr coffees what if we uh we do like wine drinking housewives (laughs) oh god (laughs) i know a guy that works at a liquor store near here and he's all day all day these SUV moms mm-hmm. coming in in their tennis skirt, filing into the fucking liquor store, buying bottles of wine, not even getting out of the parking lot, and that wine bottle's open. <laughs> oh man, we could just do that. That sounds really fun. <laughs> Meet me in a tea room. We're gonna watch some Judge Judy. <laughs> Does the liquor store open before The View comes on? (laughs) 9 a.m., son. I don't know when The View comes on. (laughs) I don't know either. (laughs) All I know is when the liquor store opens. (laughs) Priorities. You ain't lived unless you've waited for the liquor store to open (laughs) on foot. Oh, man. (laughs) All right, let's, let's do it. Let's get out of here. Let's call it. Bo, thank you for joining us. All right. In the daytime. Yeah. Brian. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Brian, thank you for being here. Yeah, man. Thanks for moving the schedule around for me. Thanks both of you for making it happen, man. Shit. 
Thank you, everybody that listened. Come on back. Listen again. Thank you.